It's not every night you find yourself about to walk the plank into a vat of acid. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, this isn't my worst Tuesday night. What a start. I guess I should back up and explain how I got here. <laughs> it was a typical Tuesday evening. I came back to the office for my second gym workout to get some papers. I was about ready to leave when there was a faint knock on the door. Strange thing to have someone show up at this time of night with no appointment. Hello, are you still open? Said the voice behind the door. I didn't really have much to go home to, except another protein shake and my good friend Al. Alcohol, that is. <laughs> <laughs> eh, what the heck, I thought to myself. Sure, come on in. I like to think I know a thing or two about knockouts. Boy, was this lady one of them. <laughs> I decided to play it cool. I punched my desk and broke it in half. <laughs> How can I? <laughs> How can I help you, miss? Delaney. Mrs. Delaney. I'll cut to the chase, Mr. Lesnar. My husband has found himself in business with an unsavory character. Last night his goons came to our apartment and grabbed him. They told him the boss wasn't happy with his work. The time was up. I think his life is in danger. Tears began to well up behind her big baby blue eyes. What line of work is your husband in? He's a salesman. And what does he sell? Giant vats of acid. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Who is this unsavory character your husband works for? He doesn't know their real name. <laughs> He's just referred to as The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, Whoa! Oh, wait. My blood ran cold. Not because she mentioned The Undertaker, the thermostat was down. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Laney, your husband's in a real pickle and a half. But don't you worry. I've dealt with this fellow before. Do you know where he's being held? Yes. Mulligan's meat packing plant. <laughs> I knew Mulligans well. I was there in a hop, skip, and a jump. Literally. <laughs> if I'd been more careful, I would have dodged that cinder block they used to knock me out. That's what I get for being distracted by all that magnificent meat hanging around. <laughs> when I came to, there were five mobsters and the Tommies trained on me. Standing over me was the big boss, his face hidden in shadow. Ah. <sighs> Really, Undertaker? You've taken to a life of crime? Perish the thought, he said. My pops would never. Me, on the other hand? Your pops, I said. That's right. I'm Undertaker Jr. See? What have you done with Mr. Delaney, I asked. That was all part of the plan. I am Mr. Delaney. <gasps> it was all a ruse, see? Why are you doing this? My pops was riding high. We were on top of the world. Then you came along and took that all away from us. Well, now it's your turn, Lesnar. I'm gonna make you pay for what you did to my pops. I'm gonna kill you, see? And you're gonna die, see? Start walking them up the plank, boys, see? Well, it looked like my goose was cooked. 
which was a real shame because I wasn't going to get to eat it. Also, I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you sure got yourself into this one, Lesnar. Is this the end for our hero? Stay tuned next week for the <laughs> adventures of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay. Remind me not to buy Mulligan's meat. <laughs> They pack it with giant bats of acid. <laughs> well, well, well. Looks like you found yourself in the Brotagon. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I think we could just call it. Oh. That's the end of the episode. That's good. No, that's good. Let's wrap it up. Oh, that's another episode of the Brotagon. Thanks for joining us. Boys, we got a real, uh, a real interesting question posed to us. Uh, this comes from uh, Derek in Albany, New York, and he writes to us, Dear Broctagon, I love old gangster movies. Maltese Falcon, Jim Cagney, all that stuff. Could Brock Lesnar take down five mobsters and their boss in a meat factory? How many times out of ten can he take them all down? Derek in Albany. Oh, that's a great question. Thank you, Derek. Uh, Cameron, do the mobsters have weapons? And if so, what kind? They do have Tommy guns. Yeah. All five of them have Tommy guns? Okay, yeah. so so if we're going by, like, can't be 30 movies rules, Brock wins 10 out of 10. He's the hero of the movie. But if this is just, like, a dude walking the plank, tied up, they have guns on him and putting him into a vat of acid. Never said he was tied up. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was the rope that was doing this. <laughs> As he stood there, guns pointed at him. Above a fan of boiling acid, he thought, what a shame my hands are tied together. <laughs> a brilliant danger now. Also, he's he's not on the plank yet. They're going to start him walking on the plank. I'll tell you what, Cam. Can you, can you meet me in the middle here? Because I think it's all or nothing with both A, the threat of guns, and B, 30s movie logic. Can we take uh -huh. away the guns and give all the mobsters tire irons? <laughs> Yeah, that's great. That's a good yeah. bad guy weapon. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, don't you know there's war on? <laughs> Wait, isn't this a meat packing factory? Just grab the tire iron, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> we get him off the acid. It's still five to one. It's in the meat factory. They all have tire irons. Brock does not have a weapon. That's great. Yeah, I'll go with that. Can there be one vat of acid? Come on. And there's a vat of acid. Yeah. Just yeah. one. No, no, no. That's fair. That's fair. You gotta like walk up steps to get to it. Uh -huh. It's not just like in the middle of the room, like a like a like a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picturing something as big as an above ground swimming pool with bubbling green liquid. Are we all thinking about the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mine's taller, yeah. but yeah, yeah, much taller. Kind of like you know what the Joker fell into. Okay. So how do you like Brock's chances then in that scenario? Well. This is my problem. If there's one thing I've learned about group bad guy fight scenes is that the first few always go over pretty well. And then it's the Indiana Jones rule of the big Nazi mechanic. You beat up the first few easily, and then the big goon bad guy yeah. is introduced. So Brock's going to beat up uh -huh. like the first three. He's feeling pretty good. He's only got two left. 
and then one of them is going to come around the corner and be like the size of Shaq with a tire iron. You know what I mean? I'm giving this to Brock four out of ten. Everything really? we've set up, four out of wow. ten. Yeah. So what do you think gets him? He just gets beaten to death with a tire iron? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just just one blow to the head. Or a few. I don't know. He seems like he has a, a thick noggin. I feel like you guys aren't accepting enough about the environment that he's in. Like, I feel like Brock in a meat factory is like Superman on the sun. Like, it just makes him <laughs> powerful to be around that much concentrated protein. Yeah, I'm going to give this to Brock seven times out of ten. Whoa. All he has to do is just, like, pull a ham hock. He's fighting with, the, like, one of, the, one of the pigs? Yeah, yeah. He's like a modern-day Samson. By modern day, I mean like 1935. <laughs> Why is there a meat shop that has vats of acid? <laughs> just a giant vat of LSD in the middle of this meat yeah. packing plant. Watch out there, Jimmy. Frank fell in there last week and he saw God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are trying to like pack all the ham hocks and the ham hocks are just talking to them. <laughs> 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 I understand that it's like a mob shop, but I like to think they have code words for like, like if someone's an enemy, but the code words are also like very normal things to say in a deli. So like someone walks in and he's like, yeah, I'll take a pound of roast beef. Oh, he said he wants a pound of roast beef. Uh, boys, come on in here. <laughs> <laughs> or even better, it's the inverse of that. Like they all think they're doing mob things, but it's really just an upfront business. <laughs> the boss is like hey listen fellas i need you to uh i need you to deliver 25 pounds of pastrami to the grocery store can you do it and the guys are like oh oh we got you boss 25 no one pounds. will see us yeah. no one will suspect <laughs> exactly. a thing like all the way over like hey what do you think's in that pastrami hey don't ask any questions it's really, <laughs> it's really like they're just like legitimate businessmen yeah Honey, what'd you do today? Don't ask about it, darling. <laughs> One of them gets called into the into the police station for questioning. Know why we brought you in here? Yeah, because I'm in the mob. What? No, you're, you're not in the mob. What are you talking about? We brought you in because you're selling three-month expired meat. <laughs> <laughs> we have received multiple complaints about people finding bullet casings in their Swiss cheese. <laughs> There's a guy that they don't like, so they take him to the river, and they just put his feet in two giant hams <laughs> throw them in the river. <laughs> Just like swimming, but a little bit more inconveniently. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll he'll go under eventually. <laughs> hey, Billy, how's that ground beef order going over there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was working on it down at the docks. They just got like a whole <laughs> row of cows with their feet in cement <laughs> to throw them in the water. <laughs> <laughs> is that how they kill them? <laughs> That's how they make the meat. <laughs> they kill them, they kill them, but they're, <laughs> they're drowning them. God. <laughs> hey, Tommy, listen, we need, we need to order a chicken wakes for this weekend. Yeah, 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 you got it, boss. He just throws, like, one chicken in the back of his trunk. <laughs> We're going to the edge of town. 
<laughs> drops to an abandoned lot and just bludgeons this chicken to death with a crowbar. <laughs> now I only have to do that 24 more times. <laughs> You've never given your answer. Give your answer and we need to be done. I don't even remember what the question is. Something about a vat of acid and five guys with tire irons. Brock Lesnar nine times out of ten. Really? Yep. I only gave him four. You're insane. You're insane. No. No, he's in a meat factory. That's like his preferred. You might as well put him in the octagon. He probably has a reserve parking spot at the meat factory. That's where he's happiest. He uh, has an underground entrance. <laughs> <laughs> like Batman. They just come in the next morning and they're like, hey, where'd that 12 pounds of steak go? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was another great episode of the Brocktagon. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to join us for next week. We've got Olympic hurdling champion Lolo Jones coming on the show. She's here promoting her new self-help book, Get Over It. Get Over It. Get over it. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>